Because as you get on radio and people start hearing you, they know to associate your company name or your voice with, that's the guy that's going to take care of me. That's the lady that's going to take care of me. That's the person who's going to make sure that I have everything that you need. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey guys, it's Brent Bowers with Wholesaling Inc., the land shark. I have an amazing interview today. I've got the pleasure of getting Grace Mills with REI Radio on the podcast today. And as you know, she is the genius behind radio. We're going to be talking about how to, you know, negotiate with your sales rep of getting on radio, how to get the most discounted radio prices there are. You know, why would a newbie want to join radio? And then why would a guy like me that's sending thousands and thousands of postcards as well as, you know, Facebook and website and SEO and pay-per-click, why would that guy want to use radio and what can it do with the credibility and the branding and the force multiplication in your market? So here you have it. Come on, join us with this this awesome podcast and hope you enjoy it. Grace Mills, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Brent, for having me on. Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, I've been waiting to do this for a while. First of all, I thank you for all the help that you've given me and my company. We're doing radio ads in Colorado Springs. I'm on four radio stations and I wouldn't be on any if it wasn't for you. Uh, So I'm super excited to see that you're now the face of REI radio, not just the genius in the background. Uh, So, you know, I don't know if you know all this, but like you, like I was struggling getting on radio stations and I love how you guys break it down with REI radio. You kind of, you gave me like exactly step by step by step of exactly what to do. But when I went to the radio stations, like, I remember like one of them kind of laughed at me is like, no way, like what you're trying to get. Cause basically you teach how to get on radio at a discount. And what are we as real estate investors? We're discount buyers, right? Mm-hmm. So why would I pay more for my ads? So I'm getting my ads at a discount. What's well, so funny. Like you told me like, just hold off, just wait, play the course. And you, you gave me the words to say on the email. So you like, I felt like I had like the secret weapon and I even told the the iHeart rep, look, I got to get with my my radio partner. Like she's she's in charge here. Like I'm just a guy talking to you. And I put all that on you. And that was so powerful. And we do it in negotiations. So thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. Absolutely. I've made a lot of mistakes, believe me, <laughs> over the course of playing and getting radio down to um, the system that we actually have. I, it wouldn't be the system that it is if I didn't make any mistakes, believe me. Oh, so true. You know, I picked wrong stations, had to play with pricing before you go, ah, like, no, that's not a great deal. This isn't a good situation to be in and understanding just radio overall. And then what actually worked best for us and our company. Yeah. So, I, so I, true. I well, I can proudly say though, that that radio rep called me back, asked for another meeting and I got exactly where I needed to be for one year under contract. And now it's come to the point where it's time to change up my radio ads because 
I mean, I've been running them for a year and a half now. So now we're changing them up to get get in some other markets, increase our lead flow. I must say, like as being the land guy, it works phenomenal for my land and houses as well. So super happy to kind of you know get some time with you and learn more about radio and interview on it. So one thing I want to play is almost like devil's advocate. We have a lot of people that are just getting started in real estate. So I'm going to play that person first. And then I'm going to play the guy that is like me. Like I'm sending so many mailers. I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm doing SEO and pay-per-click and Facebook. And I want to know why that guy would need radio too. So I'd like to hear from your point of view. And I, I, I know what mine is, but I think you might have a different point of view. So let's start out as a newbie. Like I'm brand new, just getting started in a market. Like would radio be good for me as a brand new real estate investor? Like, hey, my full-time job, I'm, a, I'm an engineer over here and I'm trying to get started in radio, but no one knows me. I have no credibility in my market. You know, I'm not, I don't have a brand. Like, would you recommend me starting with radio as a brand new real estate investor? That is actually a great question because I, I do believe a lot of people are probably wondering the same thing as they're listening is going, hey, look, is this for me in my particular situation? The best way that I would answer that is starting with what makes radio so much different than your other marketing sources is the ability to really build a brand. As you work with people and and sellers, you're going to develop some habits, right? And those habits are probably going to start to feed into some sort of reputation or the way that they are perceiving you. And that's going to develop a brand, whether it was accidental or intentional, it's going to feed into some sort of brand. They're going to go, hey, that person has great customer service. Oh, like there's a great listener. They really took the time out to work with me and to take care of me. That goes into your branding. And that may have not been, again, your intention. That's just who you naturally are. You're like, yeah, of course I like helping people. Well, that's a very big deal. There's a lot of companies that don't. <laughs> and and wholesalers and real estate investors, anyone in that sphere, there are a lot of people who are in it purely for the money. They could care less about actually helping people. And so if you're the type of person that you like focusing on that, that really helps to build your brand. And it definitely feeds into radio as well. Because as you get on radio and people start hearing you, they know to associate your company name or your voice with, that's the guy that's going to take care of me. That's the lady that's going to take care of me. That's the person who's going to make sure that I have everything that you need, right? It's almost they feel like they know you before they even call the first time. Absolutely. Yes. Branding and building some sort of credibility is imperative, right? Especially when you look at the you know industry as a whole, it's only going to get more competitive. And so it's even more important for you to find the thing that you do well and then run with that in terms of branding and credibility. Um, now, for the person that's going, hey, I'm really new. I haven't uh, quite done a deal or not. Uh, radio could be useful to you. It's an inbound marketing source. So if you know that you don't have a whole lot of time to maybe play with other marketing channels, that could be potentially the perfect option for you. I will say that if if you're in a position where you're going, hey, I'm not sure, maybe you want to dive into another marketing channel and just keep radio in your back pocket. Because again, as you continue to grow and you work with additional sellers, your marketing is going to grow with you. If you start with something like door knocking um, or you know driving for dollars, anything around that, that's a perfectly great starting place. But as you continue to build like your branding, you may want to start expanding into something like radio just to, again, sort of continue building that up. 
I don't know, Brent, if we're going to cut that out, but <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. No, I, I totally like, you just got me excited because I'm thinking I'm a door knocker. I'm out there door knocking doors. And then I say, Hey, I'm Brent Bowers. And they're like, dude, I heard you on the radio. Yeah. You have instant credibility. Now we have something to talk about. And it's the same thing when I had my meetup in Colorado Springs and someone would come in and be like, oh my God, you're the guy on the radio? Like you are so much better looking than what you sound. Not, they would never say that. But, <laughs> you know, it's the whole joke of you have the, the face for radio type thing. But no, I'm telling you, it like brought me so much credibility as well as like giving me a pride in what I had done. So mm-hmm. um, I like that, you know, so it's not a bad idea. But it's like, if you're just getting started, you can, you can almost like add it in later. Well, what about the guy that's like, okay, I've mailed all that I can mail. I, I'm tapping out my market. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Craig's or I'm on Facebook. I'm on SEO. I'm doing Craigslist. I'm doing PPC. Like would radio really help me if I'm doing all these other things already? Yeah, that's a great situation to be in. And there's where, from a marketing position, I would say that having a balance of outbound and inbound marketing strategies can be incredibly useful to you. Is to add in one more element of like, hey, at least I have leads coming in from this source and it's not something I have to be super hands-on with, right? Because your other marketing channels may require a little bit more attention and a little bit more maintenance. It may be a great balance for that person in that situation to add on one more thing that doesn't require so much hands-on activity or attention and time and energy from you. And then secondly, I would say for the person that's already running so many other marketing channels, well, that's great. But any marketing channel, or should again, like I mentioned with the person that's super new to the process, is still branding and credibility is still going to be important. And radio can just create a force multiplier, if you will, right? Uh, and so that's this idea that, okay, as a, as a seller or as a potential customer that that's just out here in the universe. Well, if I see you and your name brand on a Facebook ad, um, and then I I see you um, maybe bandit signs. I don't know if that's in your area, but maybe I see you on uh, billboards or you know banner ads on a website, anything like that. I, I'm seeing your brand and your name constantly. You're I'm, everywhere. You're everywhere. You have to be the person that's going to solve my problems because you're everywhere. You got to be legitimate. I'm seeing you on the internet, you're on Facebook, I've seen an Instagram ad from you, <laughs> and now I hear you on radio as well. You think about, um, you know, We Buy Ugly Houses or even like, like Keller Williams brokerages, right? They're so well known is because you see them everywhere. They're on everything. And, and you want to so And so if you're the type of investor where, yes, you're playing with a couple of other marketing channels already, it's just going to feed into of further establishing you as the go-to person in your market. Yeah. Just by being omnipresent, it's like, almost like, for instance, I just looked at my headphones. I actually wanted to buy Bose because I was like, I know Bose. They've got a great name. They're everywhere. I didn't want to buy like the off-market brand I'd never heard of because they're Mm -hmm. nowhere. So I just assume like, ah, they're not that good because they're not everywhere. So we have that as a psychology so be just being omnipresent. I want to get you to you you had said something inbound and outbound marketing. What do you what do you mean by that? Yeah, so inbound marketing uh, or inbound marketing channels or campaigns, it's just an opportunity for leads to actually contact you. And so if you think of something like radio, they're hearing you on the radio but they're calling you. Whereas an outbound marketing source is something like 
cold calling, right? You have to actually sit there and call the person and contact them. That's more like outbound. I'm reaching out to that person. And then inbound is like, they are coming to you is the most basic way of kind of thinking about it. You know, the first thing I think of is when we are sick, we go to a doctor (laughs) and we will pay a hefty price for that doctor to make us feel better. And that doctor is not cold calling us. That doctor's not mailing us. That doctor's not texting us. We are calling to make that appointment with that doctor because he's going to solve our problems. He's he's a specialist. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like we have more of that doctor type mentality or doctor type, you know, aura of us when someone reaches out to us to set an appointment to come look at their property or their house or their land or whatever. So I love that. So, and that would be more of an inbound call to us. Mm-hmm. where we're not reaching out to them and interrupting their day yeah. while they're at work saying, would you consider an offer on your house? Or, you know, not that that doesn't work. It absolutely works. When you yeah, find a motivated seller, doesn't matter if you catch them using the bathroom, it doesn't care. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you will not stop motivation. Cause I had someone ask that on our standup call this morning. When does it become to the point where you're chasing them too much? And I was like, you cannot kill a motivated seller. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> So you and inbound and outbound marketing strategies, at least you're covering all your bases. Because imagine that you are only doing one of the two and your competitors are doing both. Well, then you're missing someone. What if there was the the seller out there who was like, yeah, absolutely. Like if they saw your ad or heard your ad or or some whatever inbound marketing channel you decided to utilize, there may be a seller who's like totally fine with calling you. So you don't have to pull their teeth. In the same way that there are sellers that don't mind you giving them a call in the middle of the day, because they, again, to your point, they were motivated to sell anyway. So at least you're covering your basis with both. Oh, now you're hitting my hot button. When you talk about competitors, I could not outspend my competitor on the mail that he was sending. Hmm. But when I saw radio and he, my competitor, one of the, my main competitors was not on radio. I was like, wait a minute, this is way more affordable than sending multiple thousands of postcards each month. I could just get on the radio and I can get all the leads that he's not getting. So you really hit it. You struck a nerve right there uh, with me. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people just miss that it, because you're thinking, which is again, fine. Like just what we discussed is that cold calling works. Mailers definitely work. But if you are in a market and again, you know, and especially if you know that it's competitive and, and you have so many other competitors that you're trying to compete against, you don't want to miss any particular opportunities to hit a seller at all. So you mentioned something else too, that really piqued my interest when you said force multiplier. So I came from the military. I got yeah. out of the military a couple of years ago. I hear force multiplier. I think of troops. I think of, I think of big guns and equipment, but what do you mean when you say force multiplier, when you talk about radio and real estate? Yeah, that's a great question. It's more along the lines of brand awareness and perception. Just being everywhere. Again, it's like the psychology piece that we hit on a little bit earlier. If someone sees that you're everywhere all of the time, they're like, well, what, do, what am I doing wrong? Why haven't I contacted this person, right? Because it's it seems like it's just so credible. It's like, wow, I saw this. I saw an ad here. I saw an ad there. I've heard um, I've heard their brand just saw, you know, word of mouth sort of. Then they start to go, well, yeah, I mean, if that person is everywhere, it's got to be legitimate. So that force multiplier is just psychologically really developed like in this, the minds of a seller or whoever is your consumer. They go, I've seen you here, 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 here and here. All of that just combines to be this explosive like 
that brand's got to be legitimate. I'm just going to go ahead and, and contact them. That force yeah. multiplying, they all are adding in together to create the ultimate brand awareness so that your sellers don't second think working with you. If anything, they're going, why haven't I contacted you yet? Because you're everywhere. And I keep yeah. saying, you're really toying with the seller's emotion there. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like there's two motivators out there. There is fear of loss mm-hmm. and gain of pleasure. And most people will run harder away from fear of loss, like, or mm-hmm. towards fear of loss. So they're almost like, they're like, what am I missing? Why am I not calling these people? Is, yeah. Would you say that that's kind of true with, with it? Like, Almost, okay. I, yes. The fear of missing out is real. <laughs> I love that. All right. So I had just one more question, maybe two. I don't know. Uh, it depends <laughs> where this one leads. You know, one thing that um, my agent, and I know I have my secret weapon, Grace Mills with REI Radio, but my agent that I'm on four radio stations just came to me saying, hey, uh, it's about time to renew your contract. And it's also an election year. So you're not going to get the same price you got last time. Like, how would you help me combat that? Or, you know, as an REI radio, like, how do I combat that? Are you seeing that with other students? Like, like, how do we get around that? Cause I can't, I don't want to pay more. I'm locked in. I'm now used to paying like super, like $5 an ad or less for my station. And she's now trying to, to make me pay even more. So how do we get around that? That's actually a great point. It comes up occasionally with a sales rep. I would start by telling you that it's perfectly normal for a sales rep to want more money from you. They're a salesperson. <laughs> oh yeah. She's aggressive too. She's serious. But I always you know, like, well, it's up to grace. They're watching their bottom line. And and, and to be honest with you, you kind of can't blame them for at least trying. I usually say, hey, you know what? I give them an E for effort. If you have an opportunity to say, hey, I wonder if this person would agree to this price. It's just like, you're just going to throw it out and see if they bite on it or not. Of course, it's in your best interest to not do that. (laughs) It's not in your best interest to do that. But uh, to your point uh, on the political point, that can be a unique situation. Political is purely a season. And so you want to be very careful about the way that you rebuttal something like that, especially with where you're at with your station and where you're at with your particular sales rep. Just like you mentioned, I'm working with a sales rep that's more aggressive. There are multiple personality types across the you know, radio salespeople world. (laughs) Not all of them are aggressive. Some of them are very sensitive. Some of them are a little bit more people orientated. Um, Some of them really care about upholding the brand of the company name. They're like, you know, almost patriotic to that degree of like, oh, I'm, I worked for such and such company for so long and I take care of my client. And so there's a delicate balance to, yes, you definitely want to rebuttal that, but you want to be careful the way you do it on a personality basis and where you're at specifically with those deals to what, you know, like if I had a student actually sign up and they end up in that particular situation. I would actually work with them one-on-one to go, all right, tell me a little bit about your sales rep. Well, tell me what it is that they said. And I will literally walk them through their entire follow-up conversation. This is what you point out. This is what you say. Avoid saying this. If your proposal mentions this, this is what you want to state. If they, you know, follow up with their, you know, typical excuses, here's how to rebuttal every single one, just so that you understand and you have it in your back pocket. I love that. And I remember those emails from a year and a half ago (laughs) on the first go around. So that is awesome. I don't think that there's any other program like that, that, you know, someone like you, the expert walks, walks the student through it. So Grace, where can people find out more about you? 
Yeah, absolutely. If this is something you're like, hey, just kicking around as an idea, or you're just at least curious and want some more information, uh, if there's any questions that we can answer for you or helping just provide more information to see if this is something that may fit your business or not, um, you can definitely go over to the website, wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio for the REI radio 2.0 program and book a call. We'll happy to answer any questions that you potentially have that we can help you with. All right. You heard it, guys. That is wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio. There you guys have it. Grace Mills, REI radio. I'm Brent Bowers. Uh, You can find me on YouTube. Just rolled out a YouTube channel. Just search me on Brent Bowers. Thanks for listening today, guys, and have a wonderful one. Thank you so much. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.